That's a growler. Welcome to Beauty and the Beastly Minute, the podcast where we analyze, theorize, and criticize the 1991 film Beauty and the Beast. Today we're going to be starting with Minute 38, and I am one of your hosts, Janae. And I'm your other host, Bobby. And we are excited today to continue talking about Be Our Guest, the fantastic song from Beauty and the Beast. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Anyway, so... This is where we get into all the good stuff. The minute starts off with Lumiere singing, take a glance and then you'll be our guest, be our guest. So open up your menu, <laughs> I guess it's a continuation of the previous part of the sentence. And it ends with Lumiere singing, ah, oh, those good old days when we were useful. Mm, such mm. good lines in this song. I know, it's so good. So many favorites. So, so what are some of your first thoughts, Bobby? Well, he starts off and he's hanging on the menu and he has the the line like, be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. But I guess I'm a little confused at this point because I always heard it as be our guest, we our guest, like yes, our guest. It is. And then be our guest. Okay. But then in one of the script versions I was looking at, it just be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. They're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to it, it's totally we are guests. Okay, that's what I always thought. And for anyone so. who doesn't know, we means yes in French. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I did not realize that when they're doing the whole like promenade parade thing of food around the table, that they're actually just like reading off of the menu. So we <laughs> can see in, like a por- portion of the menu and it's got beef ragu, cheese souffle, and then the desserts, it says pie pudding. And Oh, that's uh, funny. I can't really see what the next thing is. I don't think is. I looked close enough at that. Yeah, you can't you can't really see like anything fully. There's just like a teeny little part of the top of the menu. But those are the, the first few things on the top of the pages. Do you know that part in Dumbo where it's the elephants on parade song? Dumbo is so creepy. I know, but um. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. This part reminds me a little bit of elephants on parade. Just the part where the the dishes are like trooping by, I guess. Hmm. I don't know why, but it does. Well, it's it's uh not unheard of for Disney to reuse parts and, and mm. you know, reuse the inspiration from something that they've already done. When was Dumbo animation. done? Dumbo's old school. I don't I don't know what year. I was gonna say I don't even know when Dumbo came out. But anyway. It's one of the weird ones. It's <laughs> one of the weird ones. Um but yeah. And I love this part where like the I guess it's like what, blueberry cobbler or something? It looks like a cobbler or a pie of some sort, but it's not like a round pie, it's square. So that Cogsworth can fit in it. Cogsworth like pops up out of it. Yeah, that is the um, putting off lambe. Yeah, because then I guess they come over and like flame it, right? Yeah, so that's what flambe is. Is to it says it's a cooking procedure in which alcohol is added to a hot pan to create a burst of flame. The word means flamed in French. It's often associated with a tableside presentation. Like of dishes like bananas foster and cherries jubilee when the alcohol is ignited 
and result is a blue tinged flame. Mm. Um, and you can use it for a bunch of different dishes, apparently. But yeah, essentially, you got a bunch of alcohol and you light it on fire. And it's pretty. So, and it's pretty. <gasps> but in this instant, the the flame is the wrong color because we get like a yellow flame burst here, like mushroom cloud. <laughs> um, but apparently, it's supposed to be blue. Well, for some reason, they made the pie filling blue so i wonder if for some reason they just i don't know well i think it's like a blueberry like pie dish yeah, i guess i mean that's good. what there's there's a blueberry pie, pie and then there's like some pudding in a cup and oh, then you got pie. like this big tray of i guess more blueberry pie stuff <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't know my my french desserts very well i don't either but something with alcohol that uh <sighs> cogsworth has been has been cooked into um, i know how did he not die because oh, he's obviously been cooked into it yeah he's been baked into it huh. <gasps> oh i did have a uh, one more thing about the menu uh-huh. so i don't really know how that works like back in the day when you have a castle i'm assuming you have different meals that are planned by like the chef and stuff but it seemed like they just have this menu is that just like a standard like here's our menu of what our chef can make or do they come up with like a new menu for every occasion and be like hey this is today's menu and tomorrow there's a different menu well i think it would be the second and i think you're forgetting also that they had already planned this dinner for earlier in the evening oh yeah and this they just is just it she didn't show up yep yep that makes sense so makes i think sense. they had it prepped already but from what i understand basically you have different menus each day according to what the people in charge want to eat i don't know like when <laughs> the royalty the housekeeping the uh i don't know yeah i would assume it'd the be Lord, the, the lady who's ever in charge of yeah dancing. whoever's in charge i love the lyrics in this song so much i ended up like writing down just a bunch of the lyrics in this minute and the next minute like in this minute we'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret oh, so brilliant <laughs> who thinks of lines like that I love it. And there are synchronized swimming spoons. Yeah. So apparently um, on your note, the, the culinary cabaret. Uh-huh. Cabaret is entertainment held while the audience eats or drinks at tables. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that. Oh, there you go. Yes. So there it's an entertainment while you eat. And it's just a fun little play on word because cabaret is a show that goes on while you're eating. But the show in this instance is being, being put on by the culinary oh. people in the house. I get oh. it. And that makes sense because I was always like, well, it's kind of weird that they all have like this song and dance just like prepared. Like, (laughs) hey, somebody's here. Let's sing and dance. And it's awesome. But yeah, if it's something that they do on a regular basis. Do you think they do do that on a regular basis, though? I don't know that this is a regular basis kind of song. Well, I don't know that the song is, but it definitely has the feel like, hey, we've been performing this and we've been ready. I mean, we saw the the first dishes. They were like ready for their cue to come out. That's true. And get in their positions, and, and everybody knows like where to acrobats be. Acrobats and like synchronized swimming and stuff. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so maybe this is like. Well, the question is, have they been like practicing this for years and years, just waiting <laughs> for the opportunity to do it, or do they perform for the beast to like entertainment? I have a feeling he wouldn't be very amused. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the beast would really want to, and it feels like they haven't been able to perform and do it uh it says they've been wasting for 10 well yeah in the next few minutes they've been wasting for 10 years so i i don't know i kind of just get the feeling like behind the scenes we could have 
a uh, you know a, a, a separate scene of just them practicing and practicing <laughs> this routine for ten years. <laughs> I think that'd be so funny uh, and so sad and so sad at the same time. Well, all that practice has not gone to loss, or what? What's the phrase? It hasn't gone, gone to, to waste. Waste. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ah, I can't talk. Anyway, yep. <laughs> uh, I love that he like juggles his candlesticks, but they're like supposedly his hands, right? So is this like the same situation as like Chip's stomach issue? I feel like. Well, are the are the candles his hands or are the candle holder his hands? Like, I mean, I guess. Well, it's I don't all know. Him. I mean, the. Middle candlestick is his face, so... That's true. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and he never gets used up. No, he doesn't. He just perpetually burns his flame. And, and I do like that at that part, um, his flames are more like firework sparks than flames. He does like a uh, a firework sparks thing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So he's got his, uh, his celebration flame on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I made a note here, and I have no idea what it means. Where is the sprout of punch coming from? Oh, the sprout of punch. Okay, the punch that's like a fountain. Oh, my gosh. I oh, was... yeah, that, that shoots him in the air. <laughs> I'm so dumb sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even understand what I wrote. <laughs> What's a sprout of punch? Oh, my gosh. I was thinking like a punch in the face punch. Um, but no, anyway, so do we know where that's coming from? It looks like it's just coming from nowhere. Yeah, it's just shooting up out of the middle of the punch bowl. And the rest of the punch is just sitting there. Yeah, so magic. <laughs> magic. And they have beer steins here with the lids. Yes, we know they're beer steins the because they have lids. <laughs> and I like that uh, Like their line is... And it's all in perfect taste, but they kind of, <laughs> instead of saying and, they go like a unt, like unt, it's all in perfect taste. Uh -huh. And they have the deep manly chorus voices. Yeah, so they have the, the German uh -huh. beer steins being German for us. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I liked that too a lot. So I did notice that the spoons do not have faces. They all do their synchronized swimming thing and jump into the big punch bowl or whatever that is. But none of them have faces. A lot of these things don't have faces. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of them sing, but don't have faces. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. kind of I'm, confusing. I have some thoughts about this that I want to talk about tomorrow because I think I have a, some thoughts about that. <laughs> but in the meantime, um, so one of my favorite parts here is where Cogsworth is trying to shush everyone. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, shush, shush, shush. And everyone is just not listening. But it does kind of like, you know, music is quieter. And so he has the illusion that he's succeeding. <laughs> and then he has the, and then Lumiere has this spotlight that comes on him. And I just thought it was really interesting that this spotlight is blue 
as opposed to the one at the beginning of this song where the spotlight was more like yellow and how different a feel it creates in the mood mm-hmm. and the tone of the song and what they're saying. And I thought it was a really good choice to cast a blue spotlight to create a more somber tone for this part of the song where they're singing about how long they've been sitting there waiting for somebody to come along. Yeah, yeah. So I like how in the this last part here, last part of the minute, like Cogsworth, he gets put in the spotlight and then he just kind of like does this huge cheesy smile <laughs> and tries to like slowly sneak off uh-huh. um, before he gets dragged back on or drug, drug back on. Yeah, he gets pulled but, back on. <laughs> but then he like gets like um, corralled by Lumiere and he notices the his flames next to him and he quick blows him out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm not going to get burned again. Uh, well, and he does another one of his his under the breath comments where he's like, "Get oh. off!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I I just never noticed those. Like, I think I don't think any of the little things he says under his breath they're not really like that quiet and they're not really super short or anything. No. But I just never picked up on them until I'm watching it, you know, a few times over and over, and then I'm like, "Hey, wow, these are awesome little lines he's got." I know, and I love the part where all of a sudden the quote unquote snow starts to fall and he's just got this little huh yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like so confused for a second and he's just like and then he looks up and realizes salt or maybe that's in the next minute I'm getting ahead of us spoilers Janae oh my gosh we all should know by now that Janae is the biggest spoiler of all things. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose, but it's kind of hard to remember exactly where the beginning and end of every minute is. Yeah, yeah, especially because we don't really connected. talk too much about the lines. Yeah, everything's yeah. connected. So I did want to go back to where the beer steins are doing their like acrobatic like lineup and they catapult each other back and forth. Oh yeah, that was cool. When Lumiere's kind of trying to, to quiet everyone down. Um <laughs> He reminded me of something, and it took me a while to figure out what it was, but it was the Angry Birds movie. You might not have ever seen it, I but I've seen not. it because I have kids. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. <laughs> there's this scene in it where there's three of the birds, they go up to try to, they climb this like mountain to get to the, the mighty eagle's lair to try to get his help to defeat the piggies, and okay. there's like a, a lake at the top of the mountain where the mighty eagle lives and they find it. And it, I think they call it like the Lake of Wisdom or, or something. And it's just, just like this beautiful lake at the top of the mountain. And so the two like silly birds go and they start swimming in it. And they have like this whole scene where like the main guy is trying to get them to calm down and like be sneaky. And they're like freaking out and playing in the, in the water. And at one part they, one of them has water in his mouth and he spits it into the other one's mouth and they go back and forth like spitting this into Uh, each other's mouths and he's like oh that's so gross and then uh, one of them drinks it and i was like oh that's what this reminds me of because they catapult the beer steins over and then they like drop their beer into the next one before it gets catapulted over that's funny well you know don't birds like when they're feeding their fledglings they like basically chew up and digest the worms and then regurgitate it and put it in their baby's mouths so that their tummies can handle it yeah i don't yeah, know so what it's... that has to do with anything is <laughs> <laughs> it the birds and the water back and forth it's not too weird to me but that's funny yeah so that reminded me of that and then uh when he's trying to shush all the beer steins when they're singing their course that reminded me of uh 
of my kids at <laughs> church. <laughs> and I'm like, shh. And then I turn to the other one. I'm like, shh. And trying to keep them both quiet at the same time. And they're all over the place. Oh, parenthood. Yeah. So he's he's still trying to keep everyone quiet, be the one in charge, but nobody's listening to him. I feel like the way he does it, though, is not like super authoritative. It's kind of like he's trying to get everyone to shush, but at the same time, he's kind of timid about it. And I don't know how to describe it, but it doesn't seem super <laughs> authoritative at this point. Yeah. And oh, I think he, I don't think that he doesn't want them to do it. I think he's just scared of the consequences. Or maybe he's trying to do it without Belle noticing that he's doing it. Mm. That, that could, could be true. I could see that motivation getting the result of what we see. But anyway, he's great nonetheless. Indeed. Well, that's all I've got for minute 38. Me too. So thanks everyone for coming and listening to us today and for joining us to talk about Be Our Guest. We hope you've been our guest and enjoyed it very much. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, if you would like, subscribe, share, we would appreciate it. Let your friends know about us and about this podcast. If you think there's anyone out there who would like to hear a podcast about Beauty and the Beast, we have a great time and we hope you do too. You can find us on Twitter at Beastly Minute and you can also find us on Facebook also at Beastly Minute. So we are there. We also have a listeners group where you can comment and share things that you find interesting, theories you have, questions you have. Um, and we will, and we'll talk to you more about it on that group. It is called Beauty and the Beastly Minute Listeners Library. And you can find links to all of that in the show notes of the episode. Perfect. So follow the links. And yeah, if you want to get a hold of me or find out more about my voiceover work, you can go to JH Voiceover on Facebook or you can go to my website, JanaeHyatt.com. So anything else you want to add, Bobby? Uh, I don't think so. If you need to get a hold of me, you can do that on the Growler site, Growler Media website. And just again, we want to thank Duo Hansen, who does our theme music and be our guest. 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 Put our service to the death. This is the only minute, hopefully, that you'll hear us say be our guest so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually like made a conscious effort to not be saying it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very applicable line. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good one, too, everyone. Go watch it. Anyway, the end. Please be our guest. But that's not this minute. Sorry. Okay, I'm stopping. Stop now. Something is really different on a growler.
Do you believe in magic? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm keeping your bones.